Hey guys, it's Oddbrod here with some news. I got a uh, message from one of my listeners, and they want me to cover the Josh Duggar thing. So if you guys do not know who Josh Duggar is, he is a um, TV personality that... um, well, his claim to fame is the 19 Kids and Counting. If you guys don't know who they, that is, that is Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar. Uh, they had a show on TLC called 19 Kids and Counting. Due to the fact of their, uh, their religion and their uh, multiple fa- uh, multiple children. They have 19 kids. And I think they went up to, what, 20? They're 20 and, and they're... No, one, I think they're up to 20, but they had was going to have one, but it passed away. Yeah. And then they had another baby, and this baby has medical problems. Yeah, so Josh Duggar is one of the oldest kids in the family, was indicted by U.S. Marshals a few, a couple months ago. Was it a couple months or a couple weeks ago? Yeah, he was indicted on charges of downloading and possession of uh, child pornography. Um, federal prosecutors announced the indictment a day after Duggar was arrested by U.S. Marshals in Northwest Arkansas. He was under investigation. Yeah, he was he was being uh investigated due to the fact that they traced his IP address of him receiving and downloading the material. Um, this was in May. Now, this is actually you know, like, uh, two years ago, May 20, 2019. Duggar, 33 at the time, pleaded not guilty. At a hearing Friday, his attorneys said they had planned to defend his case aggressively and thoroughly. In this country, no one can stop prosecutors from charging a crime, the att- attorney said in a statement. But when you're accused, you can fight back in the courtroom. That's what exactly Josh intends to do. This was when he was detained. A federal judge set a May 5th detention hearing and and a July 6th trial date. So, this has been going on for a long time and it's kind of been back, held back due to COVID and a lot of other um, things that kept popping up and they kept trying to, like, push for more time. I feel like I said, if you guys don't know, Duggar did star in TLC's 19 Kids and Counting and it was pulled from the network in 2015 over revelations that he had... um, molested four of his sisters and a babysitter so what's that say about that like there's if he admitted to molesting his sisters and a babysitter there would have been more aggressive behaviors and i believe this is one of them this is a a very dark and demented thing he did not to mention that um what his wife said she says she knew about it but she didn't know how bad it had gotten yes exactly uh he has daughters too yeah he does have daughters he has seven kids with anna oh my god and she just gave birth to the other one holy shit they need to stop they need to put pork in them people (laughs) so duggar's parents had said he had confessed it fondly and apologized so i want to dig into the whole parents knowing because they they knew about it and they went to the church elders to see what they could do, they go. They they're a fundamentalist religion, right? They're involved in the the yeah. Quakers, right? Yeah, something like something that. like that. They went to their church's elders to seek advice on what they should do to um, punish him. I guess you could say. Or to 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 yeah, to find out what they can do to help him. They sent him. They sent him to a um. Like a, 
like a rehab or something like that. that. Yeah, like it's like a behavioral center that the church owns. It didn't do much because oh, and then Jim Bob had his state cop friend talk to, talk to Josh and get this, the state cop was arrested for possessing child porn as well. Yeah, they're buddy buddies. When you get into people like that, they're all buddy buddies. Exactly. They, they stick up for each other, because they know if they know their secret, they're gonna get busted too. So yeah. It's like if you're going down, no if you're going down, I'm going down with you're going down with me type of thing. So, a little bit, yeah. So, he was be, he is convicted of receiving and possessing child pornography, and those are uh, two counts each, so it's two counts by the state of Arkansas. Uh, there's 20, 20 years per uh, per count, so he will, be, he will be serving 40 years in prison. So that's a not that's not like another thing he's actually been known for as being a scandal besides this was the Ashley Madison data breach scandal. If you guys don't remember, Ashley Madison is a discreet website where married people would go and have affairs. And during that whole breach, his name popped up. And then the uh women that he had encountered in the Ashley Madison website had said that he was an aggressive person. A very aggressive person. Which is, yeah, very terrible. Um, going back into his, his early life, I guess you could say, uh, marriage and family. He, in, two, in 2008, he married Renee, uh, Anna Renee Keller. They both were 20 at the time, and they were married in Bud Ford Grove Baptist Church in Haleford, Florida. So, yeah, oh yeah, I was right about the their fundamental fundamental. Mentalist Christians, that's what they are. He didn't really finish high school. He actually passed the GED equivalency um, at 16. He did not He did not go to college or anything. Um, molestation charges. Um, before that, before that, that was um, aired out, uh, I guess you could say, or brought to breaking news, or what I guess you want to say, just admitted to it they were scheduled to appear on the oprah winfrey show in 2006 at the time and an anonymous source had emailed winfrey's harpo studios and called the cps abuse house um, child abuse hotline to reveal duggar's past sexual misconduct winfrey's producers alerted the department of human services and canceled the appearance of the show so <laughs> i guess you could say they can blame josh for ruining their their um TV careers. As a result of these reports, investigation by Springdale, Arkansas. I don't have to wonder the father wasn't like that. Look how many times he made his wife. I mean, she's just practically turned into a freaking ass baby machine. Yeah. That's just disgusting. And if you see any other people in their church that have that many kids, I have never no. no, I've never seen. I don't think no, because so. you know how they they did film like church functions. I've never seen any big families in that show besides theirs, mm. and it kind of caused caused the show like how alarming some people go all the way out there. Like they're kind of following the LDS kind of thing, because like LDS have like a billion kids. Yeah, but not that many. I don't think no. that. I think the biggest, the most I've heard is that they have like, like thirteen kids, twelve or thirteen yeah. kids. But I, I suppose you know. But still, that's disgusting. And then they're using what government funds. 
Yeah, when like these people can have the, the church has money. There is like some like like there is some cases where they're like even look at look at what happened to FDL F, FDL FDL FLDS I can't pronounce that shit for, to save my life anymore. Um, look at what happened with the with the Jeffs. Um, one of them got convicted or was was convicted of fraud because they they um, abused the system in Florida uh, not Florida in Utah with the the food stamps and the the TANF because. Yeah, they're still going through that hole. They're sorting out who's actually legit and who's not. I don't think they're all legit anyways because they all have the same dads. And they're trying to mark them as, like, one-night stands and stuff like that. And, yeah, they have to really investigate who... They're the fathers. Yeah. How many children and how many wives do they have, even though they practice polygamy? It's still not legal. Only in maybe some parts of the state of Utah, which is stupid. It should be like that everywhere. <laughs> if I can't be married to two men at once, and it's against the law for them. <laughs> inside joke, guys. Inside joke. With that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, back to it. Department investigators spoke to Duggar's parents and several other family members with the family describing sexual misconduct that occurred in 2002. Click it. I'm going to see what's different. Okay. I <laughs> with the sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So with the family describing the sexual misconduct that occurred in two thousand two and two thousand three, the family reported that no further incidents had occurred since Josh returned to his home in late two thousand three. Family members interviewed by police said that they felt safe in their home and had forgiven Josh for his past behavior. According to Arkansas law, Child sexual abuse charges for offenses must be filed within three years of being reported to the police officer within the statute of limitations. Because the family statute had started at the time of, of contact and had run out by the time of the 2006 investigation, as a result, no charges could be filed. They had, pre- yeah, go ahead. Alexa, what is the notification? Want any notification from Amazon Shopping? A shipment has arrived. Thank you. Yeah, that's... That's thing. On uh, May 21st, 2015, a report in a magazine, In Touch Weekly, stated that Jim Bob Duggar had told the... Jim Bob? How did Bill Walton's name? Jeez. Come up with that? Well, I guess they ran out of names. <laughs> Arkansas <laughs> State Police. What did they just go ABCDEFG? <laughs> that, Josh, uh, that Josh molested fire children between... 20, uh, 2002 and 2003, when he was 14 and 15 years old. The magazine sources of information was redacted police report obtained by the Freedom of Information Act request. So, the Freedom of Information Act, guys, what that is, is you can actually... Um, require a partial disclosure of the previously released unreleased information and documents controlled by the U.S. government upon request. So, yeah, that is actually a thing, guys. It is on public record as well, too, because once you are put in a database, you can actually obtain files. There's no way you can lock the files. Once you are a convicted predator, you are in the system permanently. Forever. 
Squid's pile of doors. Yep, that's him. <laughs> okay, so Jim Bob Duggar reported that he learned in March 2002 was that him, Josh had touched the breasts and genital regions of his sisters on multiple occasions while they were sleeping. Jim Bob and Michelle stated they were, they were made aware of incidents when he confessed and also stated that at the time the girls were unaware of the abuse that had occurred because they were asleep. You can't feel nobody touching you at the high. I feel like ghost touching my pulling my fucking leg at nighttime. For real. I can feel when my cat when jumps my on my cat, ass or yeah, something. Or when like, my cat's on my bed, I wake up like, what the hell? Like, there's no way they couldn't say they didn't. He, there's no way he could say that they didn't know about it. They yeah, knew about it and they were probably they were scared. Protecting him. You know? Yeah. Yep. The Duggars had been told a, uh, about the abuse, who included a much younger sister, who, according to the sister to the Duggars, didn't understand she had been improperly touched. So there was. So there was like another occurrence in two thousand three that the um that they learned of dish of additional incidents and victims, including the touching of the babysitter, reaching under the dress of a younger sister who was on his lap, and cornering a sister in a laundry room to reach under her clothing. Do you not that they do not see that as predatory behavior? Oh my god. And then at this time, the Duggar's they father... They teach them how to play every fucking instrument in the musical world. I mean, they can't teach him about sex education? What the hell's wrong with them people? Jim Bob informed the police and he informed the elders of the, cho- of the church. How was it? Twitch. <laughs> so, Michelle Duggar stated he was sent away from home for periods of three months to work for a family friend... Who was involved? That was their former rehab. Was making him go renovate someone's house. He touched the people's house too. He probably molested their pipes. <laughs> he molested their stuff. <laughs> oh Don't get me wrong, guys. Child molestation is wrong on it's all, wrong. Yeah. and we're making poking fun at them because they're clowns to begin with. I mean, why would you? Why would you televise that you have nineteen kids and plan on having more? Can you imagine her body, though? You shit, her shit's probably... That's like a hot dog in the hallway. Oh, my God, big time. Sad. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Later reports... There was later reports suggest that Josh Duggar may have been sent to a facility in Little Rock owned by the Institute in Basic Life Principle, a Chris, Principles, a Christian ministry and training program founded by Bill Gother, a, Doug, a Duggar family friend. Of course, it has to be a family friend. Yeah, nobody else would take him without reporting him to the police. Yep. It has not been established that the Institute in Basic Life Principles Center in Little Rock was open for counseling during the time of Josh Duggar or their building was renovated during the time. And he was assisting with the renovation. When Josh Duggar returned home in July, his father took him to meet Joseph Truman Hutchins, a Arkansas state trooper and family acquaintance. Uh, according to Josh and his parents, the meeting was uh, the first time any law enforcement authority was made aware of the abuse. According to Jim Bob, Josh admitted to Hutchins that he had committed molestation and apologized. 
Speaking via a lawyer, Hutchins disputed the part of the account, saying that he was only told of a single act of incestuous molestation, but he would have responded differently and he had known an additional instances and victims. In an interview following the statement, Jim Bob Duggar claimed that Hutchins was told the entire story. Hutchins did not take any official actions, but reportedly gave Josh a stern talking to. Arkansas state laws uh, states that law enforcement officers as mandated reporters are required to alert the Arkansas child abuse hotline when learning of sexual abuse. Hutchins was later arrested and convicted of unrelated charges of child pornography and serving is now serving a 56 year prison sentence. Who is the Hutchins guy? Mm. So it's been going, it's been brewing until and then, like, up until the um, misconduct in Oprah happened and all this stuff. Well, he got sentenced when? Yesterday? He got sentenced yesterday, yeah. Found guilty and uh, was taken to the back. Was it a, was it a trial or was it a judge trial? It was, ju- it was a trial. Oh, the jury the jury. jury came back. Good. Okay. So, um. I mean, now he knows it's not proper to be doing that shit. You know what, the... They better put him in uh, General Pop either. I tell you what, he's going to get all molested and whatnot. You know how people feel yeah. about that. Even if they are fucking murderers and other prisoners and other rapists and shit like that will get to him. Yep. On June 5th, 2015, Josh Duggar's sisters, Jessa and Jill, gave an interview on Megan Kelly's Fox channels, The Kelly File, discussing abuse and reports released. Jessa called Duggar's actions as a teen very wrong and stated... I don't. I do want to speak up on his defense against people who are calling him a child molester and pedophile or a rapist. As some people are saying, she wants to say, that is so overboard and a lie. Really, I mean, people get mad at me for saying that, but I can say this because I'm one of his victims. That's actually protecting your your predator. Yep. I I mean, there's a lot of people. Her, what good is it doing you now? There's a lot of people saying, you know, you can't put you. If you're protecting your predator, you're part of the problem. And I believe that. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a person who was basically preyed on as a kid by another child growing up, and I'm just saying this because it's true, there was, you know, people we were told to stay away from for reasons, and I know the reasons. And there's Mm -hmm. shit that we went through, like... Growing up and teens, being told to stay away from a certain person because they're not alone. So we're not supposed to be alone with kids. We didn't know what, know why, but now we do now. Who's that? Leonard. Oh. Oh yeah. And you know, there's 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 people, there's people out there that you know they say, blame the victim but protect the predator, and there's a lot of that going around everywhere, and this is a clear an example. I catch you doing anything to my kid or my grandkids or my great grandkids. You best know. You better start praying because I'll drop you before you even say hello to me. Yeah. Oh, she said the victim system was set up to protect kids and greatly failed. Yeah, I did, but you know what? Also, who also failed her are her parents. Their parents failed them as well. Yeah, because they never told them what was right and wrong. Yeah. But yet they had all them kids. Yeah. How do you think they all got there, dumbass? A thousand times worse. It's just it, and she said the week preceding the interview had been a thousand times worse for us uh, than the sexual abuse because everyone kept um, revictimizing them. 
because they keep bringing up the subject. You're, if you are, okay, I'm just going to say, if you are a celebrity or have celebrity status due to your reality TV or whatever, your reality, reality TV show, there is a point because you are under a magnifying glass. Yeah. You are yeah, going to be looked at every aspect. It's exactly, it's exactly what like, it's like with us putting ourselves on TikTok, YouTube, whatever. Me social media platform. You we are, take that chance of being exposed. You take that chance of people making fun of you. You take that chance of people chastising you and calling you out. Yeah. And if you can't hang that, then they'll fucking exploit yourself like an idiot. Yeah, if you're going to put yourself out there, put your sexual assault traumas out there for people to see and if you're trying to bring awareness for because of you feel that the person you messed with wasn't uh, punished enough or was still out there. This no, one? that is dumb. Look at how close he is. Do you think you're going to be that close to a fucking witch out in the fucking boonies? No. And they'll have them. It's somebody yeah. they know. Yeah. Oh, we're watching YouTube, guys. Stupid. We're trying to pick on. I'm trying to watch a, a video or pick a video to watch. But like I'm saying, like I said, you if you put yourself out in social media or on TV, there's a and you put your assault on there and people are making fun of you for it, they're always going to continue to re-victimize you because you put yourself out there. There's always, there's never an em, never ending spout of that, guys. You gotta remember that. And she felt, she felt that she was being revictimized every time they brought up the interview, because it was a scandal that your brother brought upon your family, and it's always gonna be there. There's, they're gonna Google you and say, "Oh my God." You're part of the scandal. Yeah. So. You're part of the problem because you're accepting what he did to you. Yeah. And you're, you're, for, yeah, you say you may have forgiven him, but no, no matter what, they're always going to give her shit for forgiving him for what he did to her. And now because of what he's being charged for, you're singing a different tune. Yeah. Oh, is she now? Oh, yeah. I got, I'll read that thingy to you in a minute. Uh, admissions. Yeah, you knew about it in Nasty Sally over there having kids with him, too, and then he's over there molesting your babysitter. He's over there doing all kinds of stuff. Admissions following the Ashley Madison breach. Uh, if you guys, like I said, if you guys don't know who Ashley Madison is, it was a group, or it was a website that was um, enabling extramarital affairs, and they actually were hacked by um, the Impact team. It stole user data and information information and all that all like a bunch of people from celebrities onto the average joe popped up on there and uh <laughs> well they don't believe doing it the old-fashioned way and sneak around apparently not they needed to go meet people so there was a lot of stuff on that too it was like a lot of people being exposed to um being a part of the breach, Duggar's uh, credit card was used to pay $986, yeah, $86.76 for two of Ashley Ashley Madison's subscriptions starting in February and that were canceled on May um, 2015 after the molestation allegations surfaced. What did he do for a living? He was like a, I think, hold on, let me look that up. Do, 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 he, do, do. Doing he was using the money he was getting from um reality TV. He was using his his shares, I guess you can say. So. For real, he's using it on fucking porn and finding uh someone to like someone to bump uglies with besides his wife. Probably. Pregnant at the time. Probably. 
assault allegations besides the whole Ashley Madison thing in 2015 the pornographic actress Danica Dillon um, filed suit against Josh Duggar claiming Duggar had assaulted her to the point of causing her physical and emotional injuries during an episode of consensual sex that happened in the Philadelphia strip club earlier in the year according to Dillon the incident occurred after she provided $600 worth of lap dances to Duggar, she was seeking a five hundred thousand uh, dollar in damages from him in February twenty sixteen. Dylan chose to drop the lawsuit after evidence came to light showing that Duggar was not in Philadelphia at the time of the alleged assault. Well, who did that to her then? Uh, she dip too much and her back, or they said he shattered her pelvis or something like that. How did he do that? I don't know. That's what they were saying. Did she dance too much for him, or what? Yeah. And uh, April 2021, our U.S. Marshals arrested Duggar on federal charges. This is the actual arrest of what happened with the indictment of receiving and possessing child pornography. Prosecutors alleged that Duggar obtained the images in, tw- in May and was acknowledged by federal that you had, but like, had acknowledged that a federal investigation by the Office of the U.S. Attorney of the Western District of Arkansas had previously recommended that after Duggar used after Duggar used his car dealership's wholesale motor cars was searched by searched by Homeland Security agents, so they were already investigating him about that, and the the DOJ was uh, tapped in because Nick Mick had picked up his uh, his IP address. The federal grand jury's indictment accused Duggar of having knowingly received pornographic images of children who were under 12 years old following his arrest. And this fucking asshole smiled during his mugshots. Both times. Like, he had a smug look on his face and all this shit. What did you tell he's going to get out of it? Smile now. So, Judge Aaron Wilderman said that... Wetterman said that if Duggar were to be awarded bail... He would have to be in a residence where there were no minor in the home. So when he at the time he was on out on bail, and he was like staying with a family friends, uh, family friend, but the family friend there was some their kids, of the family friend were reporting that he was such an ass to everybody and like he's not even supposed to be near any minors, but there was minors in the home or some shit like that. Um. He couldn't have access to the internet and cannot reside, be in a residence yet where firearms were restored. So the trial went on, started uh, July 6th, but it was rescheduled for November 30th. And um, he did not meet the plea, the October deadline to accept the plea deal. So they kept back and forth. They were going to give him a plea deal, but. For what? I have no idea. So, Josh's uh, lawyers attempted to use a procedural nuance to um, get a case against him dismissed, but the judge described the actions of the lawyers as frivolous. Further attempts by Duggar's lawyers were to suppress evidence against him were denied by the judge. The prosecution wanted to bring up sexual assault accusations made against Duggar when he was a young teenager. The defense alleged these uh, charges were irrelevant and could cause prejudice toward in the jury. Okay, okay, get this. One of the jurors in the trial actually was a family friend of the Duggars. So they dismissed that guy. You know, they put him in there, right? Yeah, they did. Fucking mole. 
Yep. So during the testimonies and all this stuff, and the um, they came back and did all the images. They actually showed the images that were um on the computer, including videos. There was a video of a three-year-old being um raped. raped. There was a video being of there. There was actually um someone had said during during the scouring of his his um files that there was a video like a snippet of daisy's destruction on his ip on his hard drive for you guys don't know about that that's that's something don't don't. yeah i don't want you um yeah talking about it because i don't want people looking it up yeah that's just a horrible thing in general there was a lot of images that they found on the computers and uh so bobby holt reiterated that some information that was testified um, that Josh Duggar had asked how, like, there was, like, I guess a way you can partition a computer to, into two sections, like one for business and one for storing different other stuff. And, yeah, there was, someone had taught him how to do that, and he tried to say, like, there was nothing, I guess, it was, like, for his private use, and they were saying that there was somebody else doing it, I guess you can say, like, he was telling Saying that someone um, else was on his computer, but it was actually him because he was using the password that was used on the Duggar's Instagram. Like he was using his own family's password for their uh, their social medias for the other shit. <laughs> so back to the trial, ending trial, and all this other stuff. When he was um, charged with. Um, Having been in possession of that, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in fines. He's got to pay that up. His charges are per twenty per count of twenty years per count. So there was two counts of possessing and receiving or downloading. So it's forty years tall together consecutively. Oh, he's gonna be in jail for a long ass time. Jesus. Jana Duggar, his sister, is charged with endangering the welfare of a child. It's just broke. Jana Duggar charged with endangering the welfare of a child. Um, let's see. Let me see. I'm trying to see what it's about. Uh-huh. Mm, there's nothing really saying about it, but it's a class A or B misdemeanor. Whatever that is. Okay, so their parents actually broke their silence on the on the um, verdict. They said the entire deal has been very grievous and um, our hearts and prayers are going out to anyone who's been harmed by through CSAM. CSAM that's a acronym for child sexual abuse material. Mm-hmm. So that's what they're saying, that their prayers are with everybody that um, are and the victims and all that. 
In the days ahead, we will do what we can to surround our daughter-in-law, Anna, and their children with love and support. As parents, we will never stop praying for Joshua and loving him We do as we do all our children. In each of life's circumstances, we place our trust in God. He is our source and our strength of refuge. Thank you for your prayers. So it was said after, um, after the verdict, Joshua's wife Anna left court emotionless after the former child star, or former child star, former TV star was convicted of child porn conviction. All he all they said was he mouthed the words "I love you" to her, and they they took him away. And even like you know their family are starting to speak out slowly. Like the only ones that actually said something were just Jim Bob and. Michelle and now that his sister Jill had said something, um, she had posted today it was difficult for our family, and she just said, "Wait, our hearts go out to the victims of child abuse or any of any type of exploitation. We are thankful for the hard work of the law enforcement, including investigators, forensic analysts, and prosecutors, and others involved who save kids who hold accountable for those for their abuse." So his sister had put this. Nobody is above the law. It applies equally to everybody, no matter your wealth, status, associations, genders, race, or any other factor. Today, the people of the Western District of uh, Arkansas made that point and clear in their verdict. Hmm. Jill and Derek are also discussed their faith impacts, their viewpoint, writing as a Christian. We believe that we're all equal in the foot of the cross, and likewise, we are all equal under the law. So that goes to show you is that... You know, she even though she still uh, believe she she's a she still follows her faith in all that stuff. She does believe in that the law is, as uh, you know, no one's above the law, and like I stated earlier, like there was no one above the law, and you can't even regardless of your your wealth status or whatever celebrity whatever. Look what uh, look what's going on with R. Kelly. He's in prison. There's a what Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's madam. <laughs> I'm still calling her a madam, no matter what. She's uh, she's going through trial right now, and it's not looking good because people are coming up, like victims, uh, witnesses are coming up. They have people, security guards, former pilots, and all this. They have all this evidence, but you know, media is not covering that case at all for no some weird reason. Um, there's there's a lot of. Things, you know, circumstances that, you're, you know, people are starting to say, oh, well, you know, they're not going to get prosecuted. They are. Slowly but surely, you know, everything's coming to full circle for some people. In Josh Duggar's case, he basically was a predator at a young age. His parents didn't do jack shit about it. And that behavior became more secretive. And now what happened? Look what happened. Do you think he could have gotten like help when he was younger? Yes, I think so. He could have with therapy and all that. Yeah, I think I believe. But there's a thing also a theory. So they're saying a molester, a mol- person who was molested can become a molester. Yeah, that's true too. So, question being, who did something to him to make him turn into a monster? Good point. <laughs> did I just open another can of worms? Wow. I mean. <laughs> you fishy, 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 fishy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my God, guys, this is just getting more crazier at the moment. It's sad, but it's true, so it is what it is. It's, it's crazy to think that there's like, okay, 
scandals pop up, can people come and go, and all that, but you know, no one really looks into it until they really look into it. Then you get into the darker surfaces. So, like, all right, kitties. Um, yeah, this was by request by a listener. They wanted me to cover it, so here you go. Um, I just like went by what I read on the news articles and what I actually did see when it popped up when the verdict came up. I was like, holy shit, they found him guilty because they were really sure that he was gonna be let off. People were for people were reporting that it was like he was just gonna get like the the dro- the charges dropped the way it was going, the way the case was going, the way the trial was going. And then the fact that they actually did dismiss a juror because he was a friend of the Duggars. So that kind of put a salty taste in people's mouths. Like, hey, what the fuck? Look at they're trying to, well, how underhanded that was. Yeah. They knew. I mean, not everybody knew until they did an investigation. Hey, you know what? He, they know him. He knows them. It was. A, it would have been a hung jury. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been a messed up, mess, mess trial and everything. Then they would have started all over again. So how long was that gonna take? Like how? Yeah, like how far was that gonna you know lead on to? And and when the truth, more, the more stuff came out, would would have come out, and they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to get them again. Because then wouldn't that be what was what was it? What would be no, that? No, it's only on murder. If you're, yeah. If you're dismissed for a murder, they can't charge you with anything. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I'm ending it here. I'm going to um start my dinner, and I'm going to watch weird shit on YouTube. If you got any suggestions, drop it down. Um, there's a new thing I wanted to start doing, too, for um, my vlogs. Or my vlogs, my podcasts. And uh, right now, I'm going to be reading something for you guys. Um... This is was posted uh, 40 minutes ago. There is a uh, woman named Faith Lindsay, 17 of, a young lady actually, 17 of Ada, Ada, Oklahoma. She's been missing since October 29th to, of 2019. She does not have any of her belongings with her, and no one has seen or heard from her. It is believed that she could be in Seminole, um, Garvin, or Pontiac counties. Somebody knows something. If you have any information about her disappearance, please notify OSBI at one eight one eight hundred five two two eight zero one seven or tips at OSBI There is a reward for her. Uh, any information about her. So she's actually a missing teen. You guys, if you have seen know anything. Um, have any information, call that number. There's actually another uh, another missing person from St. Louis. Um, Nosalyn uh, Kalina Quatschrenner. She's 32 years old. She's been missing since July 13, 2021. Uh, she's an, of Asian and Native American descent. She has long black hair, brown eyes. She was about 5'5 five, five or 5'6 five, and is about 125 pounds. She was last seen near Walgreens at Gravois and Hampton on seven on seven eleven. And she was last heard from on July thirteenth after calling her mother to let her know she was uh, she that she was homeless and hungry and tired. She had not been seen since. She has a nose ring on her right nostril and has a C section scar and her tattoos are of a uh, gangster on the right rear shoulder and La Vida Loca on her right forearm. If you have any information about that please call about her any sightings or 
anything, anything at all, please inbox or contact St. Louis Police at area code 314-231-1212, case number 21-054508. So I'm going to keep doing these, uh, reading these missing flyers as well as after I do my podcast because everybody needs to be found regardless of their if they're alive, if they're if they have passed, if you guys see something, say something, bring them home. We support MMIW and their cause to find any missing sisters, um, brothers. brothers. All right, guys, um, I'm out. Have a good one, and um, I guess this starts season four. So. Beware, because I'm going to be finding some weird stuff to be talking about. And I'm not doing my podcasts at work anymore. I'm going to be doing them here. And like I said, you hear my mom. So she's going to be chiming in. <laughs> Every other <laughs> random shit. Which, she's going to be chiming in. <laughs> some of the shit you talk about pisses me off. I mean, it's like, come on. I mean, uh, the worst thing I could do is probably like movie reviews. <laughs> 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 shit. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace out. Bye.